Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe Podcast, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for. And this week, we're jumping into the Warp Pipe and going back and taking a look at 2022 as a year. The best of. This is our last episode of 2022. So we thought it'd be a fun idea to look back and see what games we played, movies, music. And we're going to do a fun thing and even go further into the Warp Pipe and check out what those top things were in 1992 and 1982. It's going to be a great episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for checking out the Weekly Warp Pipe this year and making it such a fun success. And we cannot wait to do more episodes for you guys for 2023. Be sure to check out theweeklywarppipe.com for all your episodes, merch, and news. And before we kick things off, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What's up, guys? I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? It's me, your boy, NES Addict. And welcome back to the Weekly War Pipe, the last episode of the year. Uh... <laughs> we can start season two because I don't know how seasons work. So I guess each season will be a year. There you go. It's a long <laughs> season. I guess unless we take a summer break. Who knows? We'll see. Only time will tell what the Weekly Warp Pipe has in store. <laughs> this is episode 38. We made 38 episodes when Jay was like, hey, Russ, you want to you want to do a podcast together? Yeah. I mean, I just missed the other podcast that was happening. And I was like, shoot. You're like, I got some free time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a Wednesday night for you. And I said, sure, let's 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 do it. No, uh, yeah, it's been going good so far. I think, I think we accomplished a lot for being a podcast of basically thirty-eight weeks. We haven't missed uh, one week yet, um, and we signed up with a uh, a uh, podcast network, the Dorkening Podcast Network. So hopefully, in twenty twenty-three, they'll uh, you know help us grow even more and meet a lot of new people on there. That'd be nice. Yeah, so we wanted to essentially we're not jumping in the warp pipe and going back too far because we're just checking out this past year. We did kind of a best of list. Um, it's like five questions on there. Me and Jay made separate lists and we'll see what our best of is. But I thought it'd be fun too to actually jump in the warp pipe and go back. And we did 1982 and 1992 since we're in 2022. And we got the best of in those years as well. So we'll discuss those. It'd be kind of fun. Oh, I clearly did not read further down the list. <laughs> no, I mean that you don't have to choose anything for that. That's just of that year. What was like? The oh, best movie. oh, good. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I've already failed one assignment tonight. I failed two. You, you might have to trade me in. That's it. So we did a couple, a uh, couple ones to start off with. We did the best video game we played um, 
in 2022. We did for the list. I don't know with Jay, but I tried to keep most of the stuff that came out in 2022, but it's not mandatory. It's just maybe you experienced this game for the first time in 2022 or, or heard this music track or watched a movie or whatever. So I think, yeah, sorry. I just kicked my camera. I think um, a few of mine are a bit older, but for the most part, I tried to stay within that year. Well, we are, we are retro souls so we, we, right. played, we played a lot of nes games and those games came out a while ago that's true that's true yeah i didn't put any nes games on there spoiler alert because uh <laughs> i figured that was just too much of a gimme yeah yeah we talked about nes games enough in the podcast that's right <laughs> so the one that i've chose on my list came out a little bit later in the year um and i was anticipating it because i seen it in i think nintendo force magazine had a little blurb on it and i was like what this is coming out no way Ghostbuster Spirits Unleashed, a multiplayer online game where you can play as a Ghostbuster and or a ghost. Ooh. Yeah, so it's pretty fun. It drops you in to a random spot. I think there's four spots you can play, and either you're going to be a Ghostbuster or you'll be a ghost, um, and you can customize your character. And there is a story um, that revolves around it, and it actually does take place after the Ghostbuster movie that had just come out. So I haven't completed the story yet, but it was fun uh, jumping in and playing with a few friends and customizing your character. You really like make them look like you. And I had like, it was perfect. He had like a black backwards cap. You can do like red glasses. Um, and I actually have like a Halloween costume. That's a Ghostbuster like jumpsuit. Yeah. So I, I live streamed it and like dressed like my Ghostbuster that's in the game. That's so. cool. It looked pretty fun. Um, and yeah, you know, I haven't bought a PlayStation 4 game in quite some time. And it came out on PS4, so I picked it up for that and been having at it for a little bit. Um, haven't played it maybe two weeks or so because it's been busy at work, but I'll definitely get back into it. What's it like being the ghost? So with the ghost, you're, you're basically um, going around the... So there's a hotel. We'll, we'll just say that. So you're in a okay. hotel and you can um, like haunt objects. You could go into objects and it'd be like a cart that's like floating around or whatever. But you're, you know, your object is like to scare the people that are in the hotel. Right. And the Ghostbusters are coming after you. And there's these rifts that are to the afterlife. So if you are killed, you come back out of one of these rifts. But as a Ghostbuster, you're trying to destroy the rifts so you can't come back anymore essentially and there's a timer and in a uh, meter of how haunted the place is so some of the matches if the people are really good they can knock the ghost out super fast and win the match every time i was the ghost i like lost the match like i i didn't win i didn't <laughs> i always got captured it's too hard too hard to yeah. be a ghost but there's a, cu a couple different ghosts you can be and you can customize like their colors and this and that you know there's slimer but there's also other like creepy looking ghosts and you know i hope there's more updates in the future to it um just so it doesn't get stale i like that you get that like uh alternate look though kind of kind of reminds me of uh the jurassic park game on the sega genesis because you could be you know grant or like a raptor right where they give you best of, of both worlds yeah that's cool i like that I, i'm sure it borrowed heavily from like a lot of these games started coming out once the uh 
the Friday the 13th game came out where you play as Jason and or camp counselor and survive the match. Oh, I didn't know that came out either. Yeah. That, I mean, that came out a few years ago. It's on switch and PS4 and all that. Um, and they actually have, you can do NES Jason like color scheme. Oh, that's cool. I like so that. that one's fun. And then they came out with like a predator game where you could be a predator or like the army guys or whatever. So it's a um, new style that people are adapting to. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. And what did you choose, Jay? Best game. So last Christmas, I purchased Metroid Dread. And nice. uh, I started playing it, you know, late 2001, uh, but definitely into 2002. I need to finish it. I got stuck in this one part and, you know, haven't picked it up since. But um, I, I loved Metroid Dread. It kind of gave me the feeling I, I was always kind of jealous that i didn't get into the first metroid or super metroid okay when they came out yeah um so this was like the first metroid game i ever bought as it was like a current game gotcha um, and it kind of gave me that feeling like oh this might be kind of how it felt to have played super metroid for the first time you know right and they wanted to try to capture i guess that with the newcomers on and i think they put played a lot of homage to the old metroids and the graphics were cool and the gameplay was fun the emmys freaked me out <laughs> uh every time For i hear sure. that that weird music in their little zones yeah i'm yeah. like stressed out you know um so not a game that came out in 2022 i honestly don't think that i bought a new game in 2022 i guess I bought my son Kirby's Forgotten Land, but I, I was really... going to bring that up. <laughs> Technically, you bought that, but you're not playing it. Yeah, but I'm not playing it. So, um, but yeah, so I thought Metroid Dread kind of hit close enough and uh, mm -hmm. really, really cool game. Excellent. Well, we'll get back into it. Be sure to complete it. Maybe, maybe over the Christmas holiday. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's on the Switch. You can take it on the go and be able to beat it. That's it. Sweet. All right, moving on to the next one was the best movie you watched in 2022. And I chose um, The Batman with the Robert Batman. Pattinson. Yeah, this was, um, you know, a different direction. Obviously, it's a new Batman. It wasn't uh, um, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson from the Twilight series where he's most known from. So a lot of people were like, what? He's playing Batman. It's going to be terrible. I'm like, well, that's what they said. But like every Batman, I think. Probably so. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, it was, it was a long movie, but it didn't feel like it dragged on when I went to go see it in the theaters. I was, um, you know, intrigued and like, what's going to happen? The Riddler's the bad guy. And you're trying to find out all the uh, clues and what's going to happen. And I was like, okay. And, and, uh, that dark and gritty atmosphere. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's on Hulu or HBO or something. I started watching it a couple months ago. And uh, I got interrupted, so I never finished it. But um, it, it looked cool enough. I'll probably go back and finish it. Nice. Yeah, give it a go for sure. It's a, it's a good one. And I, I'm a big Batman fan, so I'm like, I'll check it out. Check it out if it's a Batman movie. Yep, I can understand that. Um, I saw three new movies in the year of 2022. Okay. I'll, I'll start with the ones that I'm not listing. Uh, I saw the Sonic 2 movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was enjoyable. Um, I saw the new Jurassic World Dominion. Okay, I did not uh, see that. I like Jurassic Park movies because I can kind of take them with a grain of salt, but I still thought that one was disappointing. Oh, okay. Well, not quite what I wanted. Um, gotcha. Or at least what I envisioned. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, the, the, the last movie that I 
if I, unless I'm mistaken, this came out in 2022, right? Uh, the uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. I'm not positive, but <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think I think we watched it last spring. Anyway, um, you know, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers for those of you that might not have seen it. Okay, um, yeah, but they once again play a lot of homage to the old Ghostbusters movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you know, um, the little girl that was like Egon's relative. Uh, she, I thought she did a really good job. Um, you know, just, it, it was a great movie. I took my kids to see it, uh, you know, a little bit scary at the beginning, maybe for, for kids. My wife was giving me this look like, like you <laughs> thought this was a smart idea to bring our six year old to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I saw Ghostbusters as a kid. It'll be fine. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so Ghostbusters, Afterlife, I thought it was a good one. So 2022, that one's uh, that's my choice. Yeah, I would say uh, David Apuzo really enjoyed that one too, and I'm sure he showed his daughter Kylie it because she was all about Ghostbusters. Um, he got her so many toys in her birthday party. I know last year she had a Ghostbuster cake. So <laughs> yeah, for 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 last Christmas, I got my son uh, the firehouse, and then the the Kenner Ghostbusters toys they re released. That's right, that's and a right. couple of the ghosts. And man, I thought he was gonna like eat that thing up and play with it all the time. It's weird to me that like a playset that cool, he doesn't. I think he's played with it twice. Ah, oh, so disappointing. Yeah, you're not my son. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Disowned. Um, next one we got best TV series you watched. Um, me and my wife certainly watched a few TV series, and one that stood out was the Dahmer. Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix. Great choice. I forgot that I watched that. Yeah. The the actor that portrays him, I didn't put his name down, but he, he was fantastic because we have watched him in American Horror Story. And he portrays a few serial killers on that series as well. And he just did such a good job at uh depicting him with his mannerisms and everything and such a you know an intriguing story you know i knew kind of what happened with the whole jeffrey Dahmer thing but i didn't know that deeper into it we had watched that and then there was a um like a true life documentary that was like three episodes that we watched after that to kind of get some other details like all right where do they stretch the truth some to make right a little bit more (laughs) yeah i deep dove into that too That, that was an amazing choice actually and I want to ask you a question and the chances that you have the same answer as me are probably like a million to one, but and this is a, this is a social experiment I'm playing here. Was there a particular scene in the movie where okay. you thought, and it's a very subtle scene if I'm being honest, but okay. like that you thought he just like, like, man, like it just, I swear it's him. I swear it's Jeff, really Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm looking at here. Oh, oh, you're saying like I it was convinced like the actor yeah was was him there. Yeah. Um, and you can and one could argue, one could argue, I'll throw you a bone here. One could argue the whole show is kind of like that. Right. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I said like I said he he got his mannerisms down and everything with that. Um a certain scene that stands out. I don't think a scene to me personally stands out. I, the only scene to me that stands out was the scene where he went over to his um, neighbor's apartment and was offering her a sandwich. Oh yeah, that was wild. <laughs> and like, I'm Come like, on, eat it. And she got to eat it. Oh my god, please don't eat this. I know. <laughs> yeah, please don't. That's crazy. And I would love to know if he really offered his neighbor a sandwich. 
that he made meet with right people. um the part there was this one scene in a it was it was after his trial he's already in jail okay and he's got a mop and a broom and he's just mopping up yep and the guy's like Dahmer, come on like hurry up and he's like there's a tv with his dad like like i'm like maury povich or something yes yes and he's like it's my dad what do you want me to do <laughs> you know what i mean like he's watching his dad and i just <laughs> thought that was so i don't know why that that simple subtle scene I was like, mm -hmm. it's like it really is like jeffrey Dahmer. it's like yeah, yeah right it's awkward yeah <laughs> but um yeah i don't know uh, the, very intriguing um for me it was the kardashians yeah no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> like you had a left field I, I i had to throw you off because see for those of you that don't know, Russ gave me strict instructions on this <laughs> Google Doc. It says, copy this form and make a new document so that you can fill it out with your answers. You could do things that were in 2022 or just happen to watch Player C this year. I completely ignored that and wrote on the main document. And so when Russ pulled it up, he saw my answers. <laughs> I wanted to be a little bit more surprised. but so Sorry, Russ. But um, anyway, um, my wife and I got Hulu um, for the first time this year. I don't remember why. She was something she wanted to watch on there yeah but um i found the goldbergs on there and oh nice i have season one of the goldbergs but i didn't have like all the seasons and for those of you that don't know it's like um adam goldberg talks about his i think he was born like 76 or 75 76 mm -hmm. anyway he was like that perfect age to be born in the 70s to where he remembers like all of the 80s gotcha and um it takes place in the 80s and he's you're always seeing like Nintendo stuff, like he's playing Zelda. Um, you know, there's like Star Wars stuff. I was going to say, fun short fact: my friend Joe Granado, who um, makes video games, he's the maker of NES Maker, where you can make your own games, and he's working on a new game called Mystic Searches. And I believe Mystic Searches made it into an episode of The Goldbergs. Nice, like, like on the TV screen where he's playing Nintendo. That's awesome. Side, yeah. Also, side note quick, I think your autofocus is out of, out of whack, Jay. Yeah, you know that thing that my camera cuts off? I touched it a minute ago. There so you, that's go. you look why. good now. You look crisp. Thanks. Okay, back to the Goldbergs. But yeah, um, and so like they're talking about GoBots. They're talking about Transformers. Just different 80s stuff, you know? Nice. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'd probably definitely be into it. I don't know if the wife would be. Um, did your wife watch it with you? or? Uh, she thinks it's pretty funny. It's, it's humorous. It's like... Um, Oh man, it's 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 got like elements of like uh like that '70s show, I guess. I you know, know, my god, oh my, you Russ, <laughs> you read my mind. Yeah, like I was thinking like the '70s show, but like meets like Boy Meets World, but meets like mm -hmm. I don't know. It's better than those though. Okay. It's, yeah, it's it's good. It's got its own unique thing, but um, the the older brother is really funny. The sister, the dad, he's it's you know it's a it's got all the tropes in it that you would see in a typical like family like comedy like that but um yeah it's great if you nice. haven't seen it check it out at least watch check a couple episodes next one we got is the uh the best pickups of 2022 well pick up one pickup we're, we're choosing there you go um i did a video on this of course um this was on i think i put it on my main channel on russ lyman channel but i actually ended up picking up a full virtual boy set all the games and the system, and the system was in the box. Very cool. Yeah, I know. Like, 
I, I had a feeling that might be yours because that was like your biggest pickup of the year. Yeah, I was slowly getting all the games. I had probably eight games. You know, I set a goal maybe two years ago or something like, all right, I'm going to do a full virtual boy set. Excuse me, geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's I, I feel it's the smallest nintendo set to complete absolutely um so i was like okay i could definitely do this and a few of the games there's like three games that are really expensive it's like jack bros water world and something else and um what was the other one i don't think nestor's funky bowling was that expensive i can't remember one of the last ones but yeah jack bros and water world are definitely the heavy hitters yeah. and someone made a post on facebook marketplace and I was like, oh, I'll send him a message. And we went back and forth a little bit. And he's like, I can meet here. And I had some money saved up from selling uh, stuff on Etsy, um, you know, maybe some YouTube videos. And I was like, you know what? Let me see if I could do this. Talk to the wife. Say, I'm going to make gotta, this purchase. <laughs> Just to let you know. So she said, that's fine. You know, so yeah, we made a video, met up with them. And it got all the games and it had all the instruction booklets as well with them so the jack bros instruction booklet alone is like like four hundred dollars or something that's crazy, crazy for paper and the um, game itself i think is like 800 so can, can you can you say what you spend on it um i think it was i think like 15 or 1600 that's not bad i want to say it was no, over a thousand, but under two thousand dollars. I think because I think the I think the game the virtual boy in the box alone is like six to eight hundred alone. Yeah, I was pricing everything out. He he priced it from like price charting and this, and he did like you know ten or twenty percent less. And I drove maybe an hour to meet him. I actually brought a uh, briefcase with money in it. Just That's so, amazing. So I could have a cool thumbnail and it look look neat in the video. That's funny. So that's yeah, pretty funny. That's my pickup. That's a good one. Uh, mine was the, this sign you see behind me. For those of you watching YouTube, it is a um, World of Nintendo KB Toy Store uh, display fiber sign, optic fiber optic toy store sign. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, it's pretty unbelievable. I can't believe I got it. I found it local here. Yeah, at, at a goodwill. Uh, at a, at, a, at a Miracle Hill store. Oh, that wasn't a good one. In a Pac-Man case and a Retro Wolf went with me to get it. They just happened to be in town. Well, I mean, I guess Pac-Man case is always in town, but Retro Wolf <laughs> just happened to be here and uh, drove over there. My buddy called me. He's like, dude, you're never going to believe what just came into the thrift store. And he sent me the picture and I instantly like lost my mind. I start messaging Retro Rick and I'm like, dude, I might have to sell you that Wii U kiosk after all, <laughs> depending on what they want for this thing. Because I'm thinking, you know, he's going to throw off like a, Crazy I thought number. I thought like five hundred to a thousand dollars they might want for it. Right, right. I got it for fifty bucks. Now you actually it was marked right at a hundred. It was marked at a hundred. Thank you for reminding me. And the guy <laughs> said, "Hey, do you have a fifty percent off coupon?" I said, I, "I do." He said, "You can use it." <laughs> fifty bucks. Oh, it's like a it's like an eight thousand dollar item. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, estimated value. You don't see, and for all the fiber optics to work, it's like. Yeah, it was amazing. It, they, the only thing I had to, to get, which I, I got with, um, oh my gosh, what's the guy's name? He has a YouTube channel, Collector's Luck. Okay. Um, he is a big uh, collector of fiber optic signs, and he got in touch with me. Um, and he was like, Yeah, you just need this light bulb, you can get it from, from Lowe's or Home Depot, and pop nice. it in, and bam, good to go. 
Because when I first turned it on and nothing happened, I was kind of bummed. It's like, oh. You're like, shoot, what is it going to cost to fix this? Yeah, but it was just a light bulb. Like That's 12 it. bucks. There you go. Very cool. Moving on to uh, best music album you listened to in 2022. You can probably just get this if you have Spotify because it tracks all your music. <laughs> but um, mine was State Champs. Kings of the New Age is the name of the album. It's hmm. a pop, pop punk band. Sounds uh, pop punk. They definitely been uh, up and coming and, and getting up there with, uh, you know, pop punk legends. Um, funny story. My band Saturday Matinee, back in the day, way back in the day, we opened up for them. At no way. And I was like, yo, that's that band we opened up for. <laughs> and they're still at it. And they're still at it. Because I remember giving my CD to one of the girls that was at the show. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, we work at this mall and we play music and we play like state champs and stuff. If you have your CD, you know, we can play it over the whatever speakers. And I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, here, take a CD. That's sick. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely enjoyed that one. And they um, they just recently came out with like a Christmas single as well. Christmas song. So that's been in my rotation the past few weeks. Is there any band you would compare them to? Cause I haven't heard them. Um, so they have just a singer and then a guitarist. So almost newfound glory. ish. Okay. Uh, maybe meets like starting line. Okay. I, I was guessing maybe starting line esque. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, for me, it was um, asphalt meadows by death cab for cutie. Okay. Huge death cab for cutie fan have been, ever since uh, the Transatlanticism album, when I first heard that. Um, and I've even went back and listened to a lot of their older stuff, uh, which is, is surprisingly really good. Um, they have the photo album. That was really good. Um, so anyway, when I found out that Asphalt Meadows was coming out, I did something I haven't done in a long time. On launch day, yeah, I, went, I found a store in Greenville that had it. And I went and purchased it for like $11.99. Opened it out of the cellophane wrap and popped it in. And it had that new CD smell with like the kind of like a, almost like you would smell like at a bookstore from the paper, you know, from the the little CD press they put in there. And uh, yeah, it's a really great album. Um, It's got some, a couple of really good singles. Uh, Roman Candles is, is a really fast, you know, death cab typical song and uh i can't remember the name of the other single but there's a a lot of the other cuts off that album are really good too um there's one song i particularly love called um i miss strangers okay and kind of the idea of the song is uh it's almost like you know it's it's a little reminiscent of um of uh the pandemic but it says these days i miss strangers more than i miss my friends oh wow okay so Love it. Here we go. Check it out. Death Cab. Um, what do we got? What do we got? Best podcast episode of the weekly warp pipe. I'm I'm curious to see how we line up on this, Russ. Um, I chose an older episode. There's okay. so many, so many great ones. If you guys haven't listened to them, be sure to check our backlog. You can go to the weeklywarppipe.com and see them all there. <laughs> but I chose episode nine. 
renting movies and video games back in the 90s with buddy retro rick joined us oh yeah rick was in that one yeah that was a good one so we had a few guests throughout the uh the podcast and i thought um you know he was big into vhs and all that so it'd be fun to chat with him and get his uh take on renting movies but so many fond memories of going to video rental stores and getting vhs tapes and video games for the weekend that's right um and it was just great to you know, hear what you guys, um, you know, stores you had because I'm in Connecticut, you're in South Carolina, and where's I forget where Rick is, Arkansas, Arkansas. So very different what kind of mom and pop shops they have. Maybe Blockbuster Video wasn't everywhere. We had Tommy K's and Hollywood Video came towards the end, uh, but yeah, it's just cool browsing the aisles and seeing all the covers of the of the tapes, and I I got plenty of uh. Um, games to rent for the weekend and try them out and side story is every year my mom would always get me a blockbuster video gift card oh nice that i would use we would go christmas day to my aunts have dinner and on the way home she would swing by blockbuster video because it would be open on christmas and then i would purchase like a used video game with my gift card pretty much every year brilliant way to go mom (laughs) Um, yeah, that's a great episode. Um, for me, I didn't go back too far in time. Episode 31. Um, the title is remember cereal prizes were the best. Oh, nice. Yeah. All the cereal box prizes. So yeah, we talked about, you know, all the toys you would get in cereal boxes back in the eighties the and nineties. And, uh, there's just so many good ones. I had a lot of fun talking about it. Yeah. It was good to reminisce and, uh, some ones I had never seen before. I'm like, I should shunt these down to get some of these toys yeah exactly <laughs> so if you guys haven't heard those episodes feel free to check them out sometime that's right um let's see and then i think uh what's the next one say on your list because mine uh, says best pickup of the year again. yeah that's definitely not right <laughs> uh mine says biggest news, news you got yeah or, or change or change for 2022 Gotcha. Okay. Well, mine was I'm, I'm having a baby girl. Well, you're not technically having it, but I'm uh, I helped a little bit. My <laughs> wife's having it, but you're going to be supporting the uh, one having it soon that's enough. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Babies due less than a month now, January seventeenth. Um, we think we're going with Gwyneth Rose Lyman for the name. There you go. And uh, yeah, gonna have to bring her up on uh, video games and. All the fun retro stuff for sure. So yep. plenty of videos um, of me showing her Mario and trying to get her to play. There you go. It'll <laughs> be like uh, my retro life with uh, Tyler and his little girl. Right, right. <laughs> so fun. There you go. I'll bring in the new. We'll see. We'll see. This is be uh, you know my first order. Um, been wanting to be uh, a dad for some time, so happy that it uh, it happened. You're gonna be and, a great uh, dad, Russ. Thank you. Thank you. You're a lot of fun and a, and a good dude. So. Yeah. Uh, I imagine it's going to go well. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish my news was that joyous. Uh, mine was in uh, early summer. My mom ended up breaking her hip and started showing signs of dementia. And my family's uh, been working pretty hard to make sure she stays at home where she really wants to be as, as mm-hmm. opposed to putting her in a retirement home um, as a nicer way of saying, you know, 
old folks home, whatever. Right, um, right. So my sister basically watches her during the week, and then my brother and I rotate weekends. Um, and that's actually part of the reason why I decided to nix the our hiatus, the NES Attic channel, because spending every other weekend doing that and working mm-hmm. a full-time job and being a parent and a dad and a husband, um, the weekends where I was home, the last thing I thought about was sitting down and filming a video and editing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So TikTok's just much more uh, conducive to my lifestyle right now. uh, Yeah. up 15 second videos. (laughs) I can can do that all day. Right. Right. And and a quick live stream, you know? So uh, yeah, that was the biggest news I think so far. I mean, there's a couple days left, so something could change, but let's hope not. It's the lottery. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Then the, the weekly warp pipe will be, uh, uh, um, brought to you from uh, NES Addicts Pockets, sponsored by me. <laughs> nice, Mister Big Bucks. That's it. Um, then, then we were gonna um, cap off ours with goals you want to try to accomplish for twenty twenty three. Yeah, what um, you got, Russ? So, I'm definitely uh, my plate's full with all the uh, social media uh, avenues. So, um, well, main thing is I'm hoping to get this channel here monetized. We're very close in our watch hours. We reached past the thousand subscribers. We need 4,000 watch hours. So I was hoping to do it by the end of the year. It's, it's very close. I think we're like 300 maybe watch hours away. So if you guys want to binge watch some episodes, that'd be great. (laughs) I do have, I have a playlist that says, help us get monetized. (laughs) Nice. And you can just play it, downsize it, not even listen to it. It'll help us. Yeah. Watch, watch us on YouTube, if at all possible, or listen to us on YouTube. I mean, you can still listen even from YouTube. Like I can't tell you how many times I've like watched a podcast and set my phone down and did dishes or, you know, whatever the case may be. So you can still help support us like that. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm really hoping the podcast takes off and, and gets more views. Um, I, it's hard to track what it's getting on Spotify and iTunes uh, gotcha. currently. Um, so I could just see the views on YouTube. Usually we average around 150 views per episode. Okay. Um, some, some of them made past 200 and this and that. So um, and a lot of people said, Hey, we love, we love watching it every week, listening to it. Um, and just hope more people get the word out for that. Yep. We so, appreciate you guys that do listen. So definitely that. And then on my, my main channel, Russ Lyman, I've been trying to post some content on there. Um, and I'm at 11 and change, 11,000 and change nice. subscribers. Hopefully we can get to, I don't know, the stretch goal be 15,000 for. Let's go. For get in there. 2023. Maybe if it's the ball starts really rolling, we can hit 20K. We'll That'll see. That'll be sick. Let's get Russ to 20, guys. Come on. Um, everyone says I put out really good content on YouTube and, um, I mean, all, we're all going to depend on what's happening, becoming a father, obviously how much time I'm going to spread between everything. So hopefully yep. I can still put out plenty of content. Um, but much like you said, TikTok is definitely easier to put out that short form content. Yeah, so it's just so much easier. And I'm at 29,000 followers on there. So I'll, yeah. I'll, probably, I'll be right behind you hoping to hit 50 K soon. Yep. <laughs> yep, you got it. And and speaking of me and 50k, that's my goal for 2023. It's it's honestly, if I'm being honest, it's my goal for 2022. Um, I I didn't think it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. I had a video blow up in the past couple of days. It now has 
831.8 thousand views. It's a stupid Home Alone video. Me holding Home Alone 2 and saying, who remembers Home Alone 2? And then showing like eight seconds worth of video. So why that blew up? I don't know. It's a garbage video. But um, well, it's a holidays time, right? And maybe, maybe that's oh. it. Maybe it's the Home Alone. Um, but I tried to I tried to recreate it the next day, the mm-hmm. exact same format with the NES version, 10K. <laughs> like um, but all that to say, uh, I'm at 45.8 thousand subs right now. And um, my goal is to hit 50. And if I'm being completely honest, uh, once I hit 50, uh, I will stop taking TikTok seriously. And just it'll be just something I do on on random. I, I, right, I kind of right. want to step away completely from social media um, with the exception of, of uh, cameoing on this podcast, um, which I, I love because I just come and hang out with my buddy Russ for 45 minutes on a Wednesday and hang out and chill. And he does the rest of the work. I don't have to do anything. So um, <laughs> perfect. So it works for me. And uh, so, yeah, I just like, I just want to say I hit 50 K one day so I can look back at my life and feel like I was accomplished. <laughs> there you go. In my, now I my, wonder uh, if social media career <laughs> will uh TikTok ever get, I know you get like the YouTube play button. If you get a hundred K is TikTok going to implement mm-hmm. some plaques we get in soon or what? I doubt it. Can we get a little music note at 100K? No, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I'll, I'll probably never reach 100K because as soon as I hit 50, I'm going to like just not Dial care at all. Yeah, t- you know, I'll probably live stream on there and post stuff here and there. But uh, I just it, it's just a goal that I want to hit. And once mm-hmm. I'm once I'm there, I'm I'm peacing out. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Before we get into our, our next topic, we want to take a, a quick break and check out some other podcasts on the dorkening podcast network that we think you guys should check out hey what's going on i'm steven and i'm ron and we're the hosts of the super retro throwback reviews audio podcast if you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews then check us out not to mention we are a multi-award nominated and now an award-winning podcast so we're doing something right god knows how that happened so check us out on all major podcasts and distributors and check out super retro throwback reviews on all social media platforms do you like gaming you know, this game would be better if it was a battle royale. Do you like technology? I bet this tech would work better if it was a battle royale. Do you like movies, TV shows, and everything else that me and Nate can't agree on? The Last Jedi was easily the best Star Wars film I have ever seen. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Everybody in this room is stupid now because of you. Talking Gaming and Tech is a bi-weekly podcast where we cover the latest and greatest in gaming and tech. Now part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Talking Gaming and Tech is a podcast produced by Tech Prime Media. You can find us on YouTube and all their social media platforms. You can find Talking Gaming and Tech on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts from. This podcast is filmed live. If you want to check us out while we're filming live, remember to follow links on social media and your comment might be read on air. Greetings and Shabibans. We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Reductopus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network, 
with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. What's that? And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Octopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. And we're back. All right. So this would be fun. I, I dove down into the warp pipe and I got some of the best of in 1982 and 1992. And we could do a little bit of comments on here of the similar things that we answered. So best video game of 1982 was Dig Dug by Namco. Namco. Um, this one certainly was fun. I played it a ton on the Atari 2600. Uh, but it was also in the arcade as well. Yeah, I think I have Dig Dug. Is it Dig Dug 2 on the NES? Um, yeah, I'm, possibly. Could be on there. Yeah, I can't remember. It's a Dig Dug something, I think. So, But I ma- imagine this one was probably referring to the arcade. Oh, probably so, yeah. Yeah, uh, but basically he plays this, this little guy, and he has, it's like a pump, like a hose or something, and you see these creatures under the... Uh, under the dirt and you can shoot your hose at pump them up and then they explode <laughs> yeah what an amazing thing to be able to do right and uh yeah it's just fun rinse and repeat there's more and you could also push rocks and smash them i don't know dig dug dig you, dug. Didn't, you didn't choose it 1982 did that's it uh best movie in 1982 According to IMDb, sorted by popularity. Okay, I didn't dive too deep into this, so this is according to them. Was Blade Runner with Harrison Ford? Blade Runner. It had an eight point one rating and an eighty four Metacritic score. There you go. So if you guys checked out Blade Runner, um, and it had recently its uh, its sequel with Ryan Reynolds that came out a few years ago. I don't think I've seen either of them. Yeah, it's tough for some people to watch the original one because it it's uh, very rainy, uh, like almost slow paced. It's it's supposed to be, you know, like cyberpunk futury uh, atmosphere. A lot of times I put it on and I would fall asleep. Oh, wow. So like because it's the whole entire thing is rainy and you're like so relaxed and you're like, all right. <laughs> but definitely got a cult following for sure. That's cool. Um, best TV series in 1982, 60 minutes. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, 60 minutes in American television news magazine broadcast on CBS. That's funny. Um, but tons of people were tuning in, I guess, to see what was going on with the world. Um, yep. it's just a fun format, I guess. They always had the uh, their transitions had like a big uh, like stop clock, and it'd be like. Yeah, yeah, that's so classic. <laughs> that's synonymous with that show. And it says like they still use that like currently or whatever. That's so like okay, stick stick to the guns. That's right. Uh, we got best music album in 1982, according to bestalbumsever.com. Sounds okay. legit. Sounds legit to me. <laughs> um, and that was there's a few, but uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller was was number one on that. Um, Number of the Beast, Iron Maiden, and Kate Bush, The Dreaming. Which I think we all know no, every, more right. about Kate Bush now than we've ever known. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. I was like, hey, everyone should know that name now. 
That's right. Thanks to uh, Stranger Things. Thank you, Stranger Things. So yeah, that was uh, that was 1982. I was uh, one. I was one as well. <laughs> All right, we got 1992 next. Uh, best video game in 1992, despite the Super Nintendo riding high. The 1992 best-selling video game might come as a complete surprise to any Nintendo fan, but it was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, available only for the Sega Mega Drive. And I guess probably the um, Genesis here in America. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Sonic 2 managed to sell a whopping 5 million units worldwide, with the vast majority of these sales coming from USA and Europe. That's crazy. Adjusted for inflation, mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made Sega over $865 million, which is pretty impressive considering the controversial state in which the blue blur finds himself today. As a Nintendo product. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was the best-selling game in Europe and the USA. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it must have been the anticipation. Maybe maybe you could play as Tails. So everyone that had, like, a younger brother, they're like, oh. Parents are like, well, here, it's two-player. Like, well, we'll get That marketing this. where, like, you can see Tonic, Sonic and Tails with, like, the shadow of them, but you don't quite see what Tails is. Right. That, that. That image alone, I think, sold some copies. I will say that when I bought my Super Nintendo, I was highly questioning my decision on the way to Toys R Us because of Sonic 2. I I never had a Sega growing up. My neighbor did, so I lucked out. I would go over his house and we play Sonic over there, Sonic 2, X-Men, all the all the Sega games, and then I had the uh, Super Nintendo. So, Yeah, and... All right, so moving on, the the best movie in 1992, according to IMDb popularity, the second and last Home Alone ever made. (laughs) Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. (laughs) I was waiting for dramatic pause there, Rusty. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, With Macaulay Culkin, 6.8 stars and a 46 Metacritic score, which seems a little low. It, it um, was low, but I think this it, biased opinion here. Right. It, it, I guess it had popularity due to uh Christmas movie and people seeing that. Maybe the Metacritic score was adults that didn't enjoy it. Who knows? I, I, I didn't remember, bring my kid to this. I remember my sister took me to see that here in Greenville. And, uh, you know, this, this was like a one of the best two months of my life. I uh, got my Super Nintendo right at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and then Home Alone 2 come out right before the, the holidays, you know, so it was probably I think I saw it around Thanksgiving, too. Um, so it was like this, man, amazing, like colliding of the Titans for these two things I love. And um, a couple things I'll say about it real quick was the the scene where Daniel Stern is getting shocked. And for a couple scene, a couple, uh, I guess, roles or what's the word I'm trying to say? Clips, hey, maybe takes. Yeah, frames? They, yeah, frames. Know. That's okay. frames. Thank you. It shows like a skeleton getting shocked and stuff. Oh yes, yes. I was, <laughs> I almost wet my pants. I laughed so hard. <laughs> that is a good one that they yeah put in there. <laughs> that was you know just it didn't quite really fit, but it it's just it caught you off guard the first yeah. time you see it. So it was hilarious. Um, and then the other thing I'll say is they had a great marketing campaign through Hardee's where you could get um a Happy Meal with a little cup. And some mm-hmm. little paper characters, which surprisingly I was into. I would have usually probably thought paper characters were stupid, but I did collect them. And four really amazing posters, which I've mentioned before. 
Nice. There we go. All right. Last, the last piece to this uh, 1992, the best music album among rock and roll's hottest sellers in 1992 were Pearl Jam, um, 10. They sold 3.6 million. Nirvana's Nevermind, 2.8 million. That kind of blows my mind a little bit that Nirvana didn't outsell Pearl Jam. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, 2.5 million, according to SoundScan, the company whose computerized sales data system is used to pull together Broadway's weekly top 20 tutor chart. It's not like I'm trying to read an ad, but I'm just trying to read this. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, of those three albums, uh, I would say Nirvana, Nevermind, and Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic were my favorite. That one had Under the Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then Nevermind had that super famous cover of The Kid in the Pool, right? Yes. Yes. Chasing that, the Dollar on the Hook. That's it. Yeah. That's the one I had. I never had um, the Pearl Jam album. And I, I don't think I owned the Red Hot Chili Pepper one either, but I knew, you know, whatever MTV played for those singles. So I knew Under the Bridge. Um, <clears throat> so what's funny about that one is I didn't buy Blood Sugar Sex Magic until 1999 because i got californication and loved it so much that i went back and bought the other one the old one oh i see and you're like all right let me do a deep dive yep that's what i did um i did hear a story surface that the the naked baby on the cover of nirvana's nevermind is now obviously like an adult and i think still naked and still naked i think he tried suing someone for like exploitation of like him being a baby and being i don't know naked like obviously he wanted some publicity from it or whatever i mean i mean quit being a jerk i'm like just be like hey i'm the naked baby on nirvana like that's cool i I don't know though i mean i kind of get his point like you just showed (laughs) this dude's dick to the world (laughs) didn't ask his permission i guess and almost drowned him in the process (laughs) that is true i'm like how did they did they really throw him in here (laughs) Stick a photo? Sure. Anyway. <laughs> you, you skipped over one, so we'll finish. Oh, finish I did? Up. Oh, sorry. Best Some TV series. Best TV series, 1992. According to IMDb popularity, Star Trek The Next Generation. Make it so. I didn't watch this. You my, didn't? My you friend didn't watch Aunt, Star Trek Next Generation? My friend Ant loves Star Trek and puts it on. I feel it moves slow. Like, so slow. Like, there's... <sighs> I don't know. No action like in it, right? I don't there know. There is action. So here's the deal. <laughs> I If you asked me in 2022, I probably would have never watched it. Okay. But in 1992, back in the day before all these streaming services, mm-hmm. you had to watch what was on TV or you didn't watch TV. <laughs> that is true. Okay. So there were many times when all that was on was Star Trek Next Generation. And I found myself to actually enjoy many of the episodes. I liked Worf. I liked Data. Uh, Jordy LaForge. You know, Reading Great, Rainbow. Great cast, for sure. Great cast. I will give it who, who, yeah. who wore a, a hair barrette over his eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that thing was. Um, but uh, I thought there were some interesting um, elements to that show. They had... Um, they had a they had a room almost like the danger room on um, X Men oh, where it could like uh, it could like uh, clone things and you could practice fighting and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. There was some the Borg were really creepy. I always thought the Borg was weird. They they flew around in a big cube. Oh right, yeah. I am yeah. seven of nine. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Star Trek: Next Generation. I thought it was classic. Fair enough. Maybe I, maybe I'll give it a go then. Give it a go. Give it a go. 
when you're sitting up with the baby, you know, That's at true. night, just pop in some next generation. We were discussing possibly rewatching Lost. I was like, we're gonna have a month off. Maybe we could watch Lost again. So, fun fact: I've never seen Lost. It's it's a, it's a trip. I don't know if I would have been able to watch it when it was on air because when I watched it, it had already completed, and I was just watching on Netflix. So I'd be like, "Oh, another episode. Let me watch another episode. I got to know what happens." Like waiting week to week would like probably drive me crazy with uh all the mystery and stuff that was behind the the series. I can see that. You know what movie? What show my wife and I binged when we when we first went through you know our, our first daughter and we were up late nights. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to admit it, but for the sake of um, entertainment, I will. We watched all of Heart of Dixie on Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> which is a heartwarming show about a little girl that goes back to her hometown to become a doctor and take her father's place. There you so, go. Yeah. <laughs> My my wife does enjoy putting on um, if she wants to fall asleep like late at night and she wants something on. She'll either watch uh, Seinfeld or Frasier. Oh, I love she, both those shows. I was like, hey, I mean, I watch those. So sometimes she'll be asleep and then I'll watch two or three episodes and be like, all right. <laughs> See, now you all got to watch the Goldbergs, though. Right. Yeah, I think she'll enjoy that one. So we'll let's check it out. So that was it. Episode. What did I say? Thirty eight. 38 38 yep that's up there um yeah well happy new year to everyone much appreciate you guys hanging with us for for 2022 and uh good things to come for 2023 that's right um i don't know anything else any last words (laughs) i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 for all the swifties out there (laughs) perfect All right, guys. As always, I'm Russ Lyman. Keep your world fun bit by bit. Happy New Year's, guys. Bye.